The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out save the dates? Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find. We were four years Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast and I Hear Everything production. In this podcast, we'll share the news, knowledge, and strategies you need to navigate the ever-changing world of SEO. Ready to expedite your company's organic growth efforts? Sit back, relax, and get ready for your daily dose of search engine optimization wisdom. Here's today's host of the Voices of Search podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and today we're going to discuss the value of an SEO agency. Joining us is Kyle Roof, who's the founder of Page Optimizer Pro, which is an on-page tool that helps web marketers produce perfectly optimized pages for Google with ease. Yesterday, Kyle and I discussed why he decided to sell his SEO agency, and today we're going to continue the conversation where Kyle tears down my website. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. All right, here's the second part of my conversation with Kyle Roof, founder of Optimizer Pro and the owner of a new Lamborghini. <laughs> Lambo, Lambo, Lambo. Kyle, welcome to the Voices of Search podcast. Oh, thank you for having me. Happy to be here. Did you get the Lamborghini yet? <laughs> yes, I got I got the blue one. Did they That's, come in blue? They make blue ones? I feel like they're all red or yellow. <laughs> I feel like they don't they don't uh, there's no blue. There's I, I they they're seeing they're going to see right through me. Yesterday, we told the story of Kyle selling his agency, and he's a wealthy guy now, and we're all excited for him. And I asked what the trophy was, and asked him if he got a Lamborghini or a Rolex yet, and uh, he said, no, we're taking a couple trips. And hey, he's just not a materialistic guy. He's a hard worker. He's a successful man. And today, he's going to make me feel like a little bit of a less less successful man. Kyle, take it easy on me, okay? We (laughs) built martechpod.com. It is... 
the website for my uh, my company's capstone podcast, the first podcast I started professionally, the Martech podcast. It gets sixty to ninety thousand downloads a month. It is regularly the top business podcast in the United States. I think we've ranked number 25 out of all podcasts in the USA and our website stinks. Can you tell me uh, what's your <laughs> view now that you've done a little teardown of the website? I just want to go back real quick. I think I am a material person, but I know me and I know I would lose the watch and I'd wreck the Lambo. That's why. It's not virtue on my part. It's more practicality. <laughs> that's all. I want to make sure that's on there because I, I know that some people are going to listen to me like, I think, I, I think that guy's pretty materialistic. <laughs> Feel like you'd uh, you're, you're just stalling, so you don't have to embarrass me, and I appreciate no, it. No, no, no. <laughs> so the the big thing. So there's there's a lot to love actually about the website. The big thing is, what do you want to do with it? Like, what when you think about organic search, and we think about people searching organically and coming to the site potentially, you want to think about that's what you want to build around, you know, the, and then kind of go after, create pages that go after that that type of audience or that type of search. What jumps out at me and might be the easiest thing would be to rank for the speaker's names. So it's not a direct kind of path towards somebody maybe looking specifically at a podcast, but somebody who knows about a particular speaker and you get amazing guests such as myself on your shows. You can then when people know about them, they search. So, you know, for example, when you search my name, I think actually Voices of Search is uh, like on the top of page two, either bottom of page one or top of page two. So it actually comes up quite early when somebody does a search for me. We're number 12. We're yeah. number 12. I, I actually yeah. think you're number 11. <laughs> oh, but <hey>. that's, that's <laughs> not bad. World. That's not bad. Hey, that's, but that's, that's, that's the first placement on page two. It is. But that might be a strategy for your site, for MarTech, for example, on winning the the names of, of the people that are, are coming on the show. Because those are usually easier terms to win anyway. Winning a, a name is, te- is usually cheap, is easier than, than other things. I think, well, let's take a step back. I run a media business and all of my podcasts use the same underlying infrastructure where they are primarily supplemental to our audio content. I feel like most people actually use our website because they're listening to the podcast, which we're very good at marketing, and they want to listen or read the show notes and quotes, or they want links to who the speakers are. So I don't think as the of the podcast as a major growth engine or a marketing channel for my business, ironically, I run an SEO podcast because it's cheaper, faster, and easier for us to get people to listen to the audio content by marketing through audio. So the reason why we haven't done a lot of SEO on our websites is the traffic doesn't mean much to us. It's really hard to get someone from the website into the podcast app store. It's easier for us to just start in the app store. At some point, we might find a newsletter partner that we're promoting and ways to monetize and and focus more on organic growth. But right now, we get dollars from downloads, not from page views. So the website is there because we need a website and it provides some value and there's some cross-pollination between web and audio content, but we're audio first. So with that said, you're right. We should optimize for people's names. There's also subcategories. All of our podcasts are centered around a a specific niche subcategory. We are not doing the marketing podcast. It's the MarTech podcast. And within MarTech, we've got a couple different types of episodes that are focusing on 
B2B growth or uh, content marketing, you know, what different types of niches. So I actually created the only SEO I've done for that site. Honestly, the only SEO I've done for that site. I don't even know what the titles are. We haven't even optimized titles on, on the pages was to create category content for the primary categories. We wrote about a thousand words for each one of our category pages and those haven't done very well. And then we wrote a blog post that is what is MarTech, which is the most searched term under uh, the, the MarTech keyword. What do you think I should do with this site? So I don't love your, your category pages too much. I think for what you mentioned, like they're, they're not going to rank very well as they are, but I think you have a real opportunity to rank without changing too much for the, the names of the speakers. And since you're not really the, the hope when somebody's doing that is that they've essentially they've been on somebody else's podcast, right? Or they've seen this person somewhere else and now they're looking for more information. You could probably move up higher because people that are speakers, you know, they Google lists, you know, all the shows that they're on you could probably sneak into some of those areas, get into some of those carousels where they list podcasts or YouTube shows, like those kind of sections on the page. And so that when somebody has heard of a guest that you've had and now they're looking for more information, you could sneak up in there and get some of those clicks, I think. And then that would bring them, the idea is then that would bring them into your show with them. And then hopefully then the lead-in would be that they would want to click around and find other people that have been on your show, right? All right, so... To help me understand, uh, for those of you who are not actively looking at martechpod.com, which you should definitely go to, we super won't retarget you. Um, <laughs> the website episode pages, when somebody does an episode or an interview with us, we create multiple pages and those pages are linked together in a series. So we'll do an interview and we'll have two episodes and there's page one, page two. Those have links to the guest. They have the guest's company, their title, the episode description, show notes, quotes, and a link to, not a link to, and the, and the embedded audio player. Kyle, what else can I be doing on the website that's going to help me rank for people's specific names? Okay, so what's really great is you're doing a lot of good already with that. So when you look at the top places to put a keyword you want in the page title and in the H1. So those are titles. The page title is a title tag. That's the title that search engines see, and that's what they'll put into search results. And then the H1 is the title that humans see. And those are the top two places to put a keyword. And what you've done in your setup is that you've got the name of the person right there in both of those places. That is actually the dirty secret of SEO is that's a huge chunk of SEO right there because that's a target term. You've got it in the top two places. The next thing, when you look at the headings that you have on this, on the site, the very first H2, so that's the next subheading, you also then put in the name of the speaker. And that's fantastic. And you keep really good semantic order, meaning that your H1 to H2 to H3 to H4, those all line up correctly. You want to think of it like a Roman numeral outline and you're doing it very, very well. And just by virtue of how you have things set up, you've got the name of the speaker in, as I mentioned, the two title tag, the title tag in the H1 area, you've got in the H2s and you end up with H3s. So those are huge signals. And just by virtue of how you've got the page set up, you're already well ahead of things. That's probably how you're ranking for some of the terms for speakers now, just by virtue of doing that. Hey, we beat KyleCompanyRoofing.com for your name. There you go. <laughs> I think, honestly, I looked it up. You're like number 11 or so. Uh, yeah, but there's like a million carousels and related searches. And I get like local, you have the word roof in your name. So I get all sorts of places looking for Kyle's <laughs> Roofing Company. That happens. Anyway. 
I would like to say, though, I, I feel like I am famous enough that I am beating out a fair amount of that just as a person. So I do feel pretty good about myself. Oh, yeah. You're definitely outranking Kyle's roofing company. I'm not. That said, all right, so I've done most of the stuff right. I've got the guest names in the right places. Yes. Really, really great start. The only thing that I would change when I look at this is that in your footer, you've got all these H2s called like business class, marketing channel, business type. I think they were done just for size purposes. And since those aren't really necessarily terms you want to rank for in in relation to, say, your guest name, uh, because those are showing up on each page, I would change those. um, Instead of being H2s, I would just make them the size I wanted through CSS. So that way, you know, all of your H tags are kind of related to the show and related to the speaker and information about that speaker specifically, like the the terms around that speaker and the things that they are doing. So I'm looking at your first one here, Randy Frisch. And like, so he does stuff with B2B, he does stuff with SaaS. Those are in your H tags as they are through the show, just naturally through what he's doing. And also he's on Uber Flip. So those are all great because they're ending up in the H tags. I would just take care of the H tags at the very bottom of the page. And you've got a a rando H3 at the top, a member of type thing. I'd remove that as well because that's probably just done for size purposes. The An important point with your H tags is don't use them for style. Don't use them for size. Anytime you're using an H tag, you want it to be very specific towards something you're trying to rank for. There, there should be, there should really be a reason as, as much as you can anyway. I, obviously, sometimes things come up and there, it's going to be an H tag and that's fine. But um on the one like in an H3 at the very top, a member of and all the H2s at the bottom, I would get rid of those. And otherwise, it's pretty tight. Time for a one minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. All right, great. So all I have to do is just not use H tags in my footer, get rid of all that extra garbage then I'm going to be skying up the rankings. Yeah, you're going to do better. The other thing I would add, though, <laughs> would be person schema. So schema are tags that you put inside of a web page, and it helps search engines understand what these words are. You know, if like when you as a human see, you know, a dollar sign and then 9.99, you as a human know that's $9.99. That's likely a price. Search engines don't necessarily know that. They can probably figure it out, but you can fast track their understanding by tagging it in the code and saying, this is a price for a product. And that helps them out a lot. So in this case, you can put person schema on the page and you can tell search engines, we're talking about the person, Randy Frisch. And within that person schema, 
you don't want to just say the person's name. You also want to add in identifiers as to who this person is. And you can use the links that you already have on the page going to their LinkedIn, their Twitter, et cetera. You can actually add that to the schema. And you can say, hey, this is this person and here is who they are. This is their LinkedIn. This is their Twitter. These are other links to other things they've done. This is a link to another episode they've done on our show, for example. And then that helps Google understand like, oh, okay, I know who this Randy is then. It's not this, it's this Randy, not that Randy. And then when people do the search for the name, you will have a, a better chance of moving up and ranking because you've helped Google identify who this Randy actually is and what they're doing. And it's the Randy that that the person is doing the search for. I'm glad you mentioned schema because the first thing I was planning on doing to optimize my website was not person schema. It was podcast schema. This is meant to be a podcast website. And it doesn't seem like there's a lot of documentation around podcast schema or how to use that. My goal is to get people to listen to my podcast. Should I be telling Google, hey, this is a podcast? Does Google already understand that? And should I be focused on person because Google has already said, we know this is a podcast? I believe you can, schema is no fun, by the way. I think you can layer them and you can say, this is a podcast episode and this is the person within. All right. So we can do, we can use multiple schemas. That sounds like a lot of work. It goes back to what's the point of this website. Great. Uh, website's not bad. You can get the names. You can get the fact that it's a podcast through schema, and that will hopefully drive a little extra traffic. But does it actually help my business? Well, that's actually one of the very important points. And I think as you identified, you do an SEO podcast, but you really don't do a lot of SEO. I had I, an SEO agency. We only SEOed one term because we identified that the people who were doing searches for an SEO package, they wanted a $99 package. That's not us. And we realized we have to market in other ways. Even though this is <laughs> what we do, it's really not cost-effective for us to do this type of marketing in, in these particular situations because it's just not going to bring any kind of value. So for you, the recommendations that I would do, like especially I think as you identified, you know, you do more advertising for this in other ways, but still you, you have the opportunity of gaining some traffic. So I would do kind of the, the biggest things, the cheapest things with the most impact. Changing up some of the, the H tags that you don't need on the page, that's, that's really quick. The schema, while a pain in the ass, it definitely, it's a one-time thing. You can have it set up once and then it auto-populates so you don't have to worry about doing it each individual time. You can do a lot with, with schema so that as you build out each page, that stuff's just going to happen automatically. And that's what I would do. So what do you think the impact is of going through the process of setting up schemas and going through the process of getting rid of my tags? Uh, all right, so let's talk Turkey here. Right now, looking at Search Console, my report for the MarTech Podcast website, we are getting a whopping 1,500 total web search clicks a month. So we're getting not, a couple a day. That's not the worst. Not nothing. Not hey, the look, worst. Second biggest business podcast in the world. We get 1,500 clicks. It's not nothing, but it's not great. We got 2,700 pages not indexed and 1,060 pages indexed. Our core web vitals, maybe, okay, maybe not terrible. We're, we're not getting a ton of traffic. And our average position is 47.8. My guess is we're probably better focused off trying to optimize for the keyword MarTech and getting higher up in the keyword. We are currently, I don't know, let's see. We are currently the 10th, no, no, we're currently the 32nd ranking podcast for the, the keyword MarTech. I feel like we should be higher than that as opposed to focusing on individual people's names. Is going after the names really, you know, the long tail something you really 
think is going to make a difference or should I focus on the head term? Well, you're already ranking on page one for what is MarTech. And the reason you're doing that is because you have a full page defining it. You have a whole page that goes into what is MarTech. So you're, you're there. So there, there's definitely potential for that. What is the, MarTech we rank great for? MarTech we don't. Right. That's the kind of thing that where I think you want to really pump the brand. Because this is your, your it is the, the, the name is in the brand, right? It's the MarTech podcast. So on your homepage there, you really want to define the company. I think in like the about page, you have some organization schema. And I think you do say that it is a, a podcast. But within that, you don't really identify who owns it, who's responsible for this, who is actually behind this thing. And so if you want to make a push towards rankings, that's where you kind of want to make sure that you're identifying that you're a real thing. Google can't come to the website and be like, oh, this is pretty legit, just by looking at it. Google has to find different signals that are within the site to say like, okay, I understand what, I understand what this is about. I understand that there's somebody behind this and I, and I want to put it into, into the index. So what I would do is I think you have an opportunity with the brand name to piggyback on and win a lot of MarTech terms that way. Uh, that's how I would approach it. So you're, you want to think about your homepage as, as your business card. And within that, you, wanna, you can then talk about what the MarTech podcast is, who you are, anybody else that's associated with it, what it does, what is MarTech, you know, kind of getting into those concepts. And I think you'll start winning a lot more MarTech terms just by optimizing properly for your brand name and doing that on the homepage. All right, there you have it. The teardown of the MarTech podcast website in all of its glory. Kyle, I appreciate your advice. I'm actively SEOing as we speak. <laughs> Thanks for coming on, being my guest, and uh, don't wrap the Lamborghini around a telephone pole. You hear me? I shan't. I shan't. That wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Kyle Roof, founder of Page Optimizer Pro. If you'd like to get in touch with Kyle, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His handle is KyleBot1997, or you could visit his website, which is PageOptimizer.pro. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, just head over to voicesofsearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for all our guests. You can also send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions, and you can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter, and my personal handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights 
in your podcast feed. We're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit that subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed in the next business day. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember the answers are always in the data. Oh,